So welcome back to another episode of Christians of the Millennia. Today we're obviously going to be talking about rest, true rest, true, true, true rest, mm. um, and what that really feels like, looks like, sounds like. Um, but I want to challenge you right now if you're listening to this episode. Uh, if you're driving to work or if you're doing, if you're in the middle of doing chores, um, I want to, I want you to actually pause this episode and not listen to it right now. I want you to go into a place of rest when you listen to this episode. So if that means that you have to wait until next week or until your day off to listen to this, I want you to challenge yourself to find a space to do absolutely nothing for the duration of this episode and maybe longer and see what he speaks into you in that place. Yeah. So. Mm. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> hey, you know what? You prayed that over me last night, and uh, I, I, I slept real well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I received it. It was great. I got really good sleep.
attention right now. I'm trying to tell you something. I know you got your own plan, but God's got a better one. No. Dear God, I thank you for this day, uh, this evening that you've made, the atmosphere that you've set, uh, both externally and internally, and I thank you for the rest that you've brought some of us to. May we share the testimony of that rest so that others that haven't found it yet can try to find it. It just seems hard to do sometimes. We have so much going on, uh, being pulled in so many ways, and uh, we just want to find purpose. We want to work and you know serve you and sometimes serve ourselves. And in the middle, we, we lose what that rest really feels like. And I just want to thank you for this moment where we can enter your rest right now. I pray for peace, not only for us in this room, but for those that are listening. Just a calm mind and a calm spirit. There's a million things going on right now, but we just need to focus on you and the rest will fall into place. So I thank you for bringing us together safe and sound. I thank you for the opportunity to come on here and share what you're doing in our lives yet again. Uh, and I pray that your kingdom receives all the glory. In your name we pray. Amen. I've actually got a good, good place to start. Um, and that's what rest isn't. Right. That's um, <clears throat> because a lot of times I find myself in a place of passivity, mm. which is not rest. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm in a place of rest, but it's actually me just delaying on what God's spoken. Hmm. Hmm. So you're saying being active and the obedience of what he has spoken is the only way you can actually be in rest. Yeah. Mm. That's really good. Because um, when we were talking about this this topic before, um, one of the things that, that kind of came up to me was, you know, that there is a difference. And so I looked at the definition of passivity, and it's acceptance of what happens without active response or resistance. <laughs> right? <laughs> and there's a big difference... In my spiritual walk, when I'm resting, but it's really just me sitting back and not taking action of what God's already spoken, you know, mm. versus um, the definition of rest, which is to cease work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself and recover strength. Right. Because like, how am I going to recover strength if I was never using strength in the first place? Right. And so rest only comes 
to someone who's actually in a place of motion. Mm. And so me, when I'm not in a place of motion, I go to rest. And then it's just this restlessness within me. Of I was like, going to say it's just restless. Like I'm yeah. just sitting there like I, oh, I should be resting, but I know there's something I'm not obeying. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know. Wow. Here's a quick challenge. Uh, the last thing that God told you, did you listen and obey it? Did you do it? Um, a friend challenged me with that uh, a couple months ago. And yeah, <laughs> it hurts. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> because because if you don't do it, then you can't really enter that place of rest yet. You know, right. because I feel like when we're talking about rest on a spiritual level, it's got to be God that takes us into it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's God's rest. Right. But if God's called us, called us to obey and do something else, then like, you know, how, how are we going to rest spiritually and like at his level? Can't. And even something that we kind of, me and Jamal kind of spoke about before, it was just kind of mm. just a question I had of like, you know, obviously on the seventh day, God rested from his works. Um, but like God is perfect. He's God. He mm. made everything, the world and everything in it in six days. Mm-hmm. And he completed his work on that sixth day, which is why he took rest on the seventh day because his work was complete. But the difference between resting in his work being complete versus our work being complete, hmm. um, because I feel like we put a pressure on ourselves that we can't rest until our work is done. Right. Um, right. Which is why we get restless. Cause we're like, Oh, I got more work to do. Like yeah, I have yeah. more to do. Yeah. Um, but maybe you'll want to kind of touch on it, but it it was just, you were sharing kind of along the lines of like finding the completeness within his perfectness and his completion of his work, his productivity versus our productivity. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember what what I'm I'm talking about? Uh, I hope so. (laughs) Because I remember describing the rest as like, um, most people think rest is, is in the physical, like mm-hmm. you can take a 15 to 20 minute nap and feel that like recharge mm-hmm. of like, okay, you know, I feel good. But the rest that we're talking about isn't necessarily physical. It's spiritual and right. you mm-hmm. can run all day on having a spiritual rest of refreshedness and not necessarily feel like you're running into that three o'clock, five o'clock wall of just like, you know what, I'm just done. Mm-hmm. I'm just absolutely done. Actually, that's your physical body responding to what's going on in the spirit. Your spirit is tired, and so you've now drained, you've, you physically are now tapping into your spirit and you just feel drained because your spirit wasn't trying to function or, no, what am I saying? Your spirit is not, wasn't meant to fully push you physically your physical energy comes from the eight hours of sleep that you get the spiritual energy comes from man shall not live on bread alone but by every Mm -hmm. word that comes from the mouth of the father so that is the spiritual energy that you're feeding off of it gives you the life that you're trying to live Yeah. yeah is that what you were talking about yeah um and it was just kind of going into like well does that mean that we rest on the seventh day because God Mm. rested on the seventh day? Um, Because I can't get the amount of work done in seven days that he, or in six days that he did. Mm. Um, So Mm. 
going going back to what Jamal was saying real quick uh, about the physical and the spiritual. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that it's our spiritual rest is the most important thing. And then physical rest is kind of like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's super important, mm-hmm. you know, but it says in Proverbs eighteen fourteen, this one's always stuck out to me. The human spirit can endure in sickness, but a mm. crushed spirit who can bear. Yeah. Right. And so if you don't have your spirit right, you're Nothing. in a bad place. Yeah. Yeah. Because if your spirit's rested, you can endure anything. Mm. Is is kind of what that's saying, and I think that that's why this is such an important topic. Man, if your spirit is rested, you can do, endure anything. But if your spirit is tired, it doesn't matter how many hours you get. As a matter mm. of fact, if you go over the actual hours you're supposed to get, you're going to be more tired. You're going to mm-hmm. be more lethargic. You're going to be more uh, drowsy during your your full. 24 hours that you actually get um but to answer rudy's question because god doesn't god doesn't require us to do his job so when what god did in six days is not the requirement of what we have to do in our six days to equal the amount of okay since I completed this amount of work in six days. Now I get to rest. It's not a requirement that we have to meet in those six days to get to rest on the seventh day. The seventh day, the Sabbath was given to man, right. not man for the Sabbath. Right. So mm-hmm. when you go into the seventh day, it's just a gift. Yeah. This is not something we have to earn. It's well. just given to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it's not that we rest on the seventh day. Because we're forced to, we rest on this. We rest on the seventh day because we get to, and that's kind of where God took me this weekend. Mm. Um, you know, because we were talking about rest before, mm. um, maybe like a month ago, yeah. very briefly when we were getting um, shot by Pastor Marissa. Yeah, when she was doing the yep. photo shoot, and I was like, okay, but I still don't really feel ready to talk about rest yet, and I felt like he needed to take me to that place of rest because it was something that I just could not find myself. Mm. Um, basically this past weekend I went to San Diego, uh, with Lauren. She was a bridesmaid in a wedding of a girl that we went to high school with. Um, shout out to Kaylin McNally, uh, or now Caitlin Gorgas. Uh, congratulations by the way, if you're listening to this, um, we went to their wedding and, her parents got Lauren and all the bridesmaids these amazing places to stay in. Um, if you're listening to this episode, that means you've already listened to The Send and you heard about CJ's story and what God delivered for him, um, something that he couldn't afford. And that's basically what happened to me this weekend, which was a, a direct follow-up. So we went to San Diego and we got to basically my girlfriend was supposed to room with one of the other bridesmaids that bridesmaid was like oh my husband is um has to stay at a hotel down the street i'm gonna go stay with him so i was supposed to only stay there on saturday after the wedding i got the opportunity to stay there friday and saturday mind you these rooms cost a thousand dollars a night i could not afford it even if i really wanted to you know what i'm saying and we had to stay there for two nights Um, and now the beauty of it is that the rooms or the casitas, if you will, were so nice that we had these grown man sized tubs. And whenever I find a big tub, I take advantage of it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and so basically long story short was I took a bath 
and I chilled <laughs> for legit an hour and a half, maybe even two hours on the day of the wedding. And I was really tempted to like go do things and go like, you know, find places because I were in a place I haven't been in a long time. Mm-hmm. Lauren was tied up with all the wedding stuff because it was mm-hmm. the day of the wedding. So I was free. I could have done anything that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm just going to do absolutely nothing. I was like, I have COTM work to think about. I have this. I got to go back to work on my, I got all these things. And I was just like, I'm just going to actually do nothing. I'm not going to look at any finances. I'm not going to look at my bills. I'm not going to look at anything. I'm not going to worry about anything. I'm just going to like relax. Mm. And I got in the bath and I was just like, <sighs> wow. You know, and I didn't have any music. I didn't have anything on. It was just dead quiet. And I couldn't even perceive it at first. You know, I was just sitting there. I was like tempted to go on my phone, go on Instagram, because I'm just sitting there in a tub. Right. And so I was just like, ah. <sighs> All right. I go into these screenshots that I had. One of the screenshots I had was, and I got to find the verse. Actually, let me just look it up right now because I have it which is uh, actually what Jamal just read, but I'm going to reference it just one more time. It was Mark 2, verse 27. And um, Jesus said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And it's like rest. It's so easy to look over it. Rest was something that was made for you. Like, think about when you get something custom designed that fits you perfectly. Hmm. Like, it was made for you. And that's where I sat for a half an hour, and I was just like, I literally can't even afford to be in the place that I'm in right now. Hmm. And I'm receiving this supernatural, blissful just rest. I'm not tempted to go anywhere. I'm not tempted to do anything. I, I feel like I'm not being productive here, but like... It's just settling in and settling in. And Lauren comes from the bridesmaid's room to come check on me. She's like, oh, you're taking a bath. I was like, yeah, chilling. She's like, all right, cool. Leaves. Hour later, comes back. I'm still in the bath. She's like, are you going to do anything today? I was like, no, I'm not going to do anything. And out of that rest, I got just revelation on top of revelation on top Mm -hmm. of revelation. But what it ultimately came down to was rest. True rest was something that I couldn't afford. And it was something that like we in this day and age, we we try to earn our rest. We -hmm. try to earn Mm -hmm. our rest, you know, like we don't feel content until we've gotten a certain amount of things done. And when we haven't gotten those amount of things done, we feel guilty and Mm -hmm. like, ah, I'm like, ah, but I know I should have done it. And I had enough time to do it, Mm -hmm. but I, put it in and we just start to wear and tear on ourselves mm. and he's like i know but that's why i made it for you because i know you can't find it yourself right. it's custom right. fit right you know and i was mm. like wow i really can't afford this i don't the not enough money in the world can afford this mm. um and the type of rest i'm getting right now had to be given purely from him yeah um even if you worked your way <clears throat> to have the money to pay for that that space, you would still be worried about the bills and the things yes. that you would have to go I'd back like, to. Damn, I got to pay this room bill on Sunday morning when we leave. Right. <laughs> like, right. I would have been in. The, I wouldn't have probably wouldn't have even taken a bath right. because I wouldn't have been able to like sit there and literally do nothing. Right. And literally do nothing. Mm. Um, but what that actually what that passage goes on to continue to say is that even on 
the day of the Sabbath. The concept of that verse, if you actually look at all of Mark uh, 2, is that even on the day of the Sabbath, the Lord your God is still the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. And even though you're not working and doing anything, he still reigns even on that day. And so you can rest assured that even though you're not being as productive as you want to be, that even in the midst of that lack of productivity, that he is still reigning. Right. Um, and we might go into it a little bit later because I don't want to go too far into the story. But um, oh, we eventually will. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's today, but. But he's still reigning even when you're resting. Even when you're doing absolutely nothing, he's still reigning. He's still running the world. Even on the mm-hmm. seventh day when he rested, the, the the things that he put into the earth, he set it into motion. So his mm-hmm. work isn't just something like when he applies his hand. He applies his hand, and it's a ripple effect that continues yeah. to fold over and fold over and fold over and tithe mm-hmm. and tithe and tithe into the earth. So mm-hmm. it's like his one action seems like work for days and years and generations yeah. to come. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like he rested on the seventh day because his work was complete because the things that he set into motion were completely perfect. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing else that needed to be applied. There was no other pressure mm-hmm. that needed to be applied. There was no other, no other ingredient that needed to be inserted. It was done. It was set into motion and the mm-hmm. days began as time as we know it mm-hmm. from just those six days. Mm-hmm. He created everything that we know. I think uh, the proper rest will set a ripple effect throughout your life. A ripple effect of peace, a ripple effect of joy, a ripple effect of self-control. Like the things that we struggle to walk into um, or operate in on the day to day is mainly because we feel so frantic that if we don't get it done, we're not going to be able to rest. But mm. since we, t- if we take the time to actually rest, the the image of you just painted, Rudy, of God putting His hand and it just creating this ripple effect. You can't you can't have the proper rest if it's not in God. And so God puts his hand on you when you take the proper rest. And so when God puts his hand on you, the Holy Spirit comes and it just creates this ripple effect of Mm -hmm. I'm in this proper rest now. And so when life gets chaotic and I'm not necessarily sure how I'm going to pay my bills, peace Mm -hmm. There's a ripple effect of, of what the rest actually gave you. And so the next thing you go, you and your girlfriend broke up and so now it's awkward and you don't know who your spouse is going to be in in life situations getting ugly but you know what there's going to be joy that he has somebody for you there's a Mm. ripple effect of the fruits of the spirit when God puts his hand on you in that rest there's a ripple effect of so many other things yeah (laughs) Hmm. I want to read something in uh, Hebrews 3 (laughs) <laughs> yeah Hebrews 3 is really oh, good Hebrews um, Hebrews is amazing Right It's just deep It's just really deep The title is uh, Rest for the people of God there, What verse? Verse 7 Through I'll probably stop at 11 Your translation says what? What is the title? A rest for the people of God that's ESV? Yeah. 
the NIV says warning against unbelief. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow. We're about oh, to, man. We're about to get it. <laughs> watch out. Buckle right, up. Let buckle me up. Translate to ESP, oh, buckle up. <laughs> You're not sitting down. Sit down and rest. <laughs> Verse 7. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers put me to the test and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was provoked with that generation and said, they always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Hmm. That, that reminds me of the question you just asked, CJ, or the beginning of this, of like, what was the last thing that God spoke to you and did you obey? Hmm. Because it, it says there, the beginning of the verse, it says, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. On the day of testing in the wilderness. I, a lot of the times when God starts speaking to me, um, it's not that he's testing me, but he's trying to reveal in me what he wants to get out of me. And the only way that he can get out of me what he's put in me is to get me to see it. Because he's not going to, God doesn't want to do anything through me without me, um, I don't want to say it without me knowing. Because there's, there's so many things that through your obedience, other people will benefit that you didn't even know. Uh, because you're just being obedient to God. But God wants to do something partner with you mm -hmm. and if you don't know what he's actually doing through you it's really hard to partner with somebody so yeah. the things that he wants to get yeah. through you is uh is directly connected to the things that he's trying to reveal to you mm. and if you're not listening to the things that he's asking you to do then he you're limiting the things that he wants to reveal in your life mm -hmm. well and i mean Hebrews 3 goes on and talks about how after that after that section it talks about how those people in that time had hearts of rebellion and how yeah. that led to unbelief and then in 4 it starts out kind of with a a glint of hope and it says therefore while the promise of entering this rest his rest still stands mm. let us let us fear lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it um and it's super opposite of what you think rest is you know it's something you got to work for not in the sense that like you have to bring yourself to a place of rest right. but there are certain requirements of belief and obedience in god to receive his rest mm. because again we're not talking like physical we're not talking physical we're not yeah. talking about like okay we're taking a day off sort of thing although those are spiritual have spiritual impacts and physical impacts right right um and can be obedience to God, but it's his rest mm. and receiving his rest. Um, because honestly, I don't like, I don't want my own rest. I want his rest. Right. right. Yeah. Um, cause like, man, Holy man. spirit, like his peace, mm -hmm. his love, like his rest. Come mm. on, sign me up. <laughs> Come on. I want that. Um, but see like in that time, right. 
most of their works were done with their hands and feet and body. Um, and the time that, and I know we're not talking about physical rest, but just in the way that people understand and perceive rest is purely physical for the most part. Um, and so back then it was physical works that they had to learn to rest from, Mm -hmm. um, versus Mm -hmm. like now we don't, we're not manual laborers anymore. You know what I'm saying? We're not plowing the fields and working our crops and doing these things. So when rest, the def by definition says the cease of working, most of our work in today's modern age is done in our minds. Um, it's all our thoughts, you know? And so you thinking and you trying to process and you just trying to figure things out, even when you're not physically doing anything Mm. is why Mm. you feel that, that restlessness. Um, because you're still trying to work and you're still trying to figure out, Mm. even though you're not, you're laying in your bed at three in the morning, trying to distract yourself, going through Instagram Mm. because like you just can't wrap your mind around it. You can't, like you just keep going. And then it's like, you're not getting this physical, rest because you're not getting this mental rest and then it gets to a point where damn now my day off is gone now i'm back into the work week Mm -hmm. and now it feels like i can't rest because all these work and obligations and all these things i have to do are now hitting me and catching up to me because i didn't take the rest when i was given it yeah yeah yeah. it was given it to me i passed on it tried to keep working Mm -hmm. and now i can't rest when i desperately desperately need to um because we were talking before the episode started um, about spiritual warfare, right? Mm, yeah. And I, I think rest is so necessary for spiritual warfare, because mm. like, are you, are you gonna attack someone? Tired. When, no, is it like, is the enemy going to want to attack you when you're fully rested and you're ready to fight, or when you've exhausted yourself and you're not rested? You know, mm. I feel like I'm, I get into a place where I start to fall into old vices or old temptations yeah. the most when I'm tired right. and I'm not spiritually rested. I'm not you know, sustained by God. And that's kind of like spiritual warfare that's attacks on me. Yeah. Now when I'm rested and I'm moving in obedience to God and I'm in his will, the only spiritual warfare I'm facing is spiritual warfare where I'm pressing up against the lines, you know, Mm -hmm. where I'm pressing up against like, oh yeah, like God told me to step into this new territory. Yeah, of course there's spiritual warfare, but I'm ready for it because I'm rested and I'm in the will of God. And so he's equipped me and he's called me to be in this space of spiritual warfare. Right. But I feel like as a Christian, there's no reason if we're spending time with God and we're rested and Mm -hmm. and we're in this place of spiritual rest that we should be facing old things um, that are that are from a lack of strength Mm. from the Holy Spirit. Do you think the Lord would ever um do you think the lord would ever cause you to not be rested even though you're spending time with him Hmm. and you're reading your word you're praying you're journaling but the rest just doesn't come i think so why because man um i've i've been in that place for two reasons um in in my own walk i'm just talking about my own experience i don't this isn't really scriptural this is just what i know Mm. um so um just disclaimer there no it's good it's good (laughs) um one (laughs) is because I thought I was walking in obedience, but I wasn't. 
Mm. And um, it wasn't until Pastor Kenneth said it so well. It wasn't until I was honest with myself. Um, like, like the truth sets us free, right? Yeah. But how can we allow the truth to set us free if we're not honest with where we're at? Right. Right. And um, she said that and it was so good because like, I'm, I've just been dishonest with myself in certain areas mm-hmm. of like, oh, of course I'm obedient with that. And then God's like, but you haven't right. been tithing for the last six months. Like right. you've been, you know, suffering financially because you're not walking in obedience of, mm-hmm. you know, what yeah. I've, what I've asked of you, what I've challenged you with. Um, so that's one reason I found it. Um, and then the other reason is, is usually just, he's stretching me. And so it takes a little extra time. It takes a little extra mm-hmm pressing in it takes it takes a little extra for me to actually even get to that place of rest yeah and and sometimes i find fasting brings me to that place where i just need to fast and i need to say all right i'm gonna fast food um god's been challenging me lately to fast social media and you know kind of like the the websites and the 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 data stream you know of youtube of instagram of facebook that keeps coming in right like i've been fasting that yeah game changer just just like you were talking about Mm mm-hmm just like you were talking about, it's like we're so focused on mental work yeah. that we need to rest mentally right. instead of physically. Right. I was going to say, it kind of, I feel like it depends on the perspective of the person because hmm. th- the things that you were listing kind of still sounded like that person was trying to work towards their rest because they're still like, I'm praying, I'm reading my Bible, mm-hmm. I'm like doing all these things like, God, where is my rest? But mm. the rest is the ceasing of working. It's stop <laughs> doing all of that. Right. Um, you know, like I don't need you to do that. You don't need to do that to know who I am. You know, mm. like my mm. faith in him didn't come from me reading the Bible. It mm. came from just this feeling um, yeah. and just knowing. Yeah. without knowing yeah. you know yeah. um it's really good and so it was just kind of this thing of like well if i need to if i'm gonna walk this walk i have to be able to tell somebody that i don't have all the answers but i still believe in it mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah and i think that's where that rest comes from is the you know what i'm not gonna i'm not gonna figure all of this out um and so i think when you're trying to read every verse reference on rest like it's just not gonna come. You're, it's it's not gonna come that mm-hmm. way. Right. Um, you're forcing it. Well, but, um, and I found myself in that place too, where I'm like, where I'm reading the word to try and get a revelation, mm-hmm. or I'm reading the word to try and yeah. enter into rest, or, right. or like yeah. worshiping because I'm like, mm-hmm. I need His presence right now. It's gonna happen if I press. Mm-hmm. And it's literally not until I like stop mm-hmm. that it happens. Right. That I that I stop trying to work because right. it's that's when we find our like. I found myself in a position um, where I'm trying to do God's work for him, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. Like I'm trying to do the finished work of the cross, Mm -hmm. but only Jesus can do the finished work of the cross, much less the finished work of the cross happened 2000 years ago. Right. 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 And so that's kind of leads me to, cause I feel like that's a third reason I've not experienced it. And the fourth one is just, I'm not receiving it. Yeah. Right. Cause it's, the past work of the cross mm-hmm. that by grace mm-hmm. we can enter into this rest. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so way. we believe it and receive it in, in our belief, we receive it mm-hmm. and that's all you have to do. Like, thank you, Jesus, that you died on the cross. Like, like that's what you, that's what you pray when you get saved. Like Jesus, I give my life to you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Mm-hmm. I thank you that you forgive my sins. Like you just receive it. You don't work for salvation. Yeah. You never worked for salvation. You received salvation. Mm-hmm. And so 
when I come to a place where I think I have to work for my salvation, that's when things get a little funky. Right. Because if I'm trying to create my own salvation, it's a pretty crappy salvation because Mm -hmm. I'm making it. Right. And I'm not perfect. (laughs) Only Jesus can make a perfect salvation for us. Right. And you can't continue on in that strength that you don't have and to tie back to your not very long to your previous (laughs) point is that he's gonna wait until you're exhausted to attack you Mm. um Mm -hmm. you know and it's crazy because it's like the visual that i got is like you know the devil waits for you to be um under the influence right Mm -hmm. so that you're under the influence so so that you're just weak um, and you're not as stern in your mind mm-hmm. and that's when he attacks mm-hmm. but like they say that driving tired is just as bad as driving drunk right. mm-hmm. and so it's like when you're, <laughs> like you can from just being so exhausted and delirious yet you're still fighting it and trying to just be something that you can't be boom he smacks you because it's like you're still up, like you're still doing mm-hmm. it you know and your own disobedience actually led you into the enemy's camp yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, you can't enter into his rest when you're walking towards the enemy's camp. It, it, your bed is over here and you're walking that way. Um, so. Well, here's the beautiful part of it all, though. Yeah. Is in that situation, you're drowning. Right. Right. And the enemy just wants to sit on the shore and watch you drown. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful thing is God jumps in. But he doesn't jump into the last moment because I I think we've talked about this before, this whole idea of a drowning man. Like Mm -hmm. you don't jump in to save a drowning man when he's flailing. You wait until he's given up. Yeah. Mm. And I love it because that's where Jesus always comes in for me is I've always had to like, like stop working. Mm -hmm. I've had to give up and I'm like, I'm drowning. Mm -hmm. God, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, why is my life turning out like this? Mm -hmm. And it's then this Holy Spirit just comes in, you know, just just like peace. And he's like, it's because that's not what you were supposed to be doing. Right. (laughs) You weren't supposed to be making that promise come to pass. Mm. I promise that, so I'll make it come to pass. Mm. Um, And it's when I get, yeah, it's just, just, you know, we need to get our priorities straight of what the cross really means in our lives. Yeah. What what his finished work is. Um, Um. the reason why I asked that question, uh, <laughs> yeah, try to wrap this up. <laughs> try to wrap this up. No, it was, man, those answers were really good. Um, I identified mostly with what you said about stretching. Um, there comes a different level of uh, confidence when you know that the Lord got you through something um, when you were on E. Like when you when you run on E for a really long time, and I mean like a really long time, like you're driving your car and you're like, man, like I'm way over right. what I should be. I should have got gas at two exits ago. I don't know if I'm going to make it to the next exit, mm-hmm. but you make it to the next exit. And as a matter of fact, you make it over the hill to the gas station. It's like this confidence that comes through you of like, oh, wow. God actually did say I'm I'm more than a conqueror. Mm. Yeah. He 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 really started he starts to mm. build you from the bottom up. Mm. And and I think there's there's a time where God will actually allow you to operate on E, to operate yeah. outside of rest yeah. so you understand who he's called you to be. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're tired right now, he's he's building you from the ground up. He's giving you more than what you need when you don't actually have what you need. Because when you get 
exactly what you need, you're going to realize that you have more than what you need from the moment you step out of being exhausted, the moment you step out of the E tank and you have just a little bit of gas, you're going to be like, huh. <laughs> I, I made it on E yeah. yeah, and I have a quarter tank. Imagine what I could do with a quarter tank. Right. And then you start yeah, to yeah. think, wow, yeah. what happens if I get a half a mm. tank or a full tank? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, do you feel like we can, in our own foolishness, put ourselves in that place? Oof. Oof. Yes. Yes. Out of foolishness, put us on the E line? Yeah. With the light on? Kind of just like, oh, like, you know, I mean, I heard that guy's testimony, you know, like... Let's go to empty. Let's see what happens. But God never told you to go to empty. Right. You know, because he was like, hey, I want in this season to build intimacy. So spend time so that you're rested. Yeah. You know? Right. Mm. Yeah. I think that 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 depends on your intimacy time because it, it mm. depends on what God what God spoke to you. Uh, mm. It depends on if he was telling you to intentionally spend the rest time and then you didn't. And now you're on E. Yeah. You're in your own foolishness. You went to E on your on your own. Um, but I think there are things in our lives that God calls us to do. And we're like, man, Lord, that's a lot. You want me to step into that? I don't know mm. if I can handle that. I know you can't handle that. Cause I yeah. want to, I want to do something through you. Yeah. So when you step into that, you're probably going to get on E and now who do you have to rely on him? Yeah. Not yourself. Yeah. So it, it just depends on, on what he spoke to you. Um, well, and he doesn't, he doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called, Oof. right? Yes. So. Yes. If you're feeling called, but don't feel equipped, it'll happen. <laughs> I'm gonna say welcome to the club. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, hmm. if people don't have a super fancy hotel mm-hmm. and a nice big bathtub, yep. How do you feel? What do you feel like it looks like to enter into that place of rest? Lay on the ground. Lay on the ground. <laughs> lay, lay with, do whatever you need to do. Um, like, like spiritually. Spiritually. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, is like I think you can be spiritually, spiritually resting while you're doing things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thanks. like I feel like if you're at work and you're anxious about your home situation, um, or if you're at your job and you're literally anxious about the next day and like mm-hmm. whatever else is going on, you know you're not rested. You can feel it while mm. you're working and the stresses. It's like you feel like you worked way longer than eight hours when in reality you didn't. It's just mm-hmm. that you wasted like the yeah. spiritual battery and the physical battery. It's like you got two batteries, right? It's like mm-hmm. having the iPhone with the charging case. Like you have two yeah. batteries to tap into. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so uh-huh. it's like you feel so exhausted because you were exhausting both your spiritual and your physical battery that entire yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like you can't charge when you're running YouTube. Your phone's not going to charge at the same rate when you're running YouTube. <laughs> Bro. It's not. <laughs> really? You know what I'm saying? And so, <laughs> relatable. Right. And so that that concept is just that you can be working, but if you've if your spiritualness, your soul is not working because you're at peace with the fact that God is reigning in every area that you're working and not working on, when you can come to that rest, you can go to your day job and feel like, wow, like, that was such a good day. Like there was a lot of customers, but like it actually really wasn't that bad and things right. kind of went well and you know, things <laughs> like that. And so yeah, yeah. Uh, I think kind of what you said earlier about we need to get our priorities straight. 
Mm. Um, you know, sometimes, and the hardest part is to take that rest when we feel like we haven't earned it, which mm. is the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you need to just take the L. Mm. That's the hardest part is we don't want to take the L. Mm. We don't want to accept that we weren't able to do enough with the time that we were surely, surely given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so when you refuse to take that L, you don't enter into the rest. Right. You just mm-hmm. accept it and you're like, you know what? I'm going to stop everything I'm doing. I'm going to just reboot and refresh. Like, honestly, I had to do that like every other week for the last like two years. And I still like felt like I couldn't catch up and I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I know this episode's getting long, but this is really good. Yeah. Um, that was a great question, CJ. What prevents us from accepting the L? Pride. Hmm. Pride, for sure. Pride's one of those things. Right. Um, right. I think what prevents us from, from taking the L um, is, yeah, pride. But our 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 perception of how people see us, mm-hmm. especially in the Silicon Valley, right? Hmm. Um, because if somebody is like, Psh, "I just worked a fourteen hour day, man. I'm out here grinding." Right. What are you gonna feel about yourself if you're just like, "I had just had to take an L because I yeah. couldn't catch up on any of my work." Right. There's so many other people who are judging their. Oh man. They're judging their spiritual health mm-hmm. based off of somebody else's grind for what they're trying to do. Right. And yeah. if you're basing it off of that, you're going to constantly be sick in the spirit. Right. You're going to constantly yeah. be feeling like you're just drained. Yeah. yeah. Lethargic. And he hasn't called you to, to walk in that. So stop looking at other people and start looking at um, who the woman or man that God has called you to be. Yeah. Well, and even in your best day of, with the perfect schedule of that grind, even with the exact, you know, everything tuned perfectly, God can do better. Mm. Like the work that God will do in the background. If you're resting in him and pressing in for the promises that he has, he'll do better than anything you can create for yourself. Yeah. And that's not to say not to work, right, right? right? Because he calls us to work, but work in the capacity that he's called you to in, in the season. So um, good. Because there, I mean, there are some people who are called not to work, like yeah. Jordan. Uh, and I mean, I was called to a place of leaving my job and I wasn't working for, shoot, how many months? Six months? Yeah. yeah. And no, God took me that. so deep that. into intimacy. Talk about that. Because we're in a generation right now, and, mm-hmm. I, and, I, and he even said it. In especially in the Bay Area. Especially, especially in, the Bay Area. in the Bay Area. I 100% agree that the God is calling some people out of work in the Silicon Valley so he can put on full display the glory of who he is, yeah. of Jehovah Jireh. Right. Uh, I think in the Silicon Valley, we have completely flipped that concept upside down, and we are our own providers. Yeah. We are our own firm foundation. Yeah. And he's like, nah. I'm going to shake all that up. So maybe we should do a provision episode. But until then, we just wanted to thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of Christians of the Millennia. We hope you got something out of this episode, and we hope you're getting something out of this season in general. Um, We absolutely love doing this, and 
you guys just tuning in, let alone those of you that actually reach out and give us feedback and things like I really can't express enough how grateful we really are. Um, this is just fun. And we just want to continue to highlight the things that God's doing in our lives and hope that it brings you guys some kind of encouragement or some kind of insight or wisdom or just a different perspective than you've been looking at it recently. And um, yeah, so for those of you that we haven't talked to, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram at Christians of the Millennia or email us directly at Christians of the Millennia at gmail.com. Any feedback, recommendations, suggestions, way that we can get better, uh, ways that we can provide more valuable content. So we appreciate you. We love all of you. And uh, we hope that God is moving in your life and is um, allowing you, or I guess helping you to see how he's moving in your life. Because it's not always exactly how we expect, or it's not always what we're looking at you know a, a great magician masters the art of slate of hand so while you're looking at one hand the other hand is doing an amazing great work um and you know if if god were a magician if we could look at him in that way uh, because sometimes the things he does in our lives are miraculous they're very magical and um it's because we're so focused on one hand uh, of his we don't even realize the other great things that he's doing in our lives so um, yeah, just thank you for tuning in and for listening this far. I uh, pray God is with you and you have a good rest of your week. Until next time.